Are you familiar with energy psychology and meridian tapping? Are you ready to uncover the unconscious programming that is running your life and learn the most effective way to tapping? Well, stay tuned as our guest, Mia Dusay, will reveal the secret to transforming your life by getting to the heart of whatever standing in your way. Welcome to the Your Life Now Show, where your life and your business matter. Your host is a certified executive coach and trainer with the passion to help make the difference in the world. Your Life Now Show brings you powerful resources and effective tips to help you manage your life and your business at its best. And now, here's your host, Coach Rhea. Hello, my friends, and welcome. You are listening to Your Life Now Show, where your life and your business matter. I am your host and executive producer, Rhea Wolke, also known as Coach Rhea. Welcome to the show. I am the founder and a CEO of Your Life Now. Your Life Now is a professional executive coaching, training, marketing, and PR company. On this show, we try to cover a lot of different topics related to our everyday life on the business and as well as the personal level. On this show, we invite thought leaders best-selling authors, and teachers to provide us and share some effective information with us so we can manage our life and our business at its best. And sometimes I host the show solo to provide my expertise in business and also in professional development. So all I ask of you is to have an open mind and an open heart. Take what is useful for you and question everything. After all, it's your life, so why don't you live it your way? We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, our guest, Mia Dusay, will be joining us to talk about her new book, Tapping, Transform Your World. Please stay tuned. We'll be right back. Thank you so much for being here. Your Life Now Radio Show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. excited about the new things we are working on to make your life now radio show the place where you can learn and share your message with the world for more detail on how you and all your business can participate and get involved schedule a free call with coach Ria at meetme.so forward slash coach Ria and I'll be more than happy to share with you how we can help you and your business by sharing you, your business, and your message with the world, whether your world is local or global. We have great solutions and ideas for you. For more information, contact us at www.yourlifenow.info. Again, that's yourlifenow.info. Welcome back, my friends. You are listening to Your Life Now Show, where your life and your business matter. I am your host and executive producer, Rhea Wolke, also known as Coach Rhea. Thank you so much for being here. 
We have a great episode for you today, and I am really happy and glad to have my friend Mia Dussey join us here on the show. Mia is the author of Tapping, Transform Your World. She's a business consultant and a personal coach. Her passion is helping people get the result they want. And when she's not helping other people get what they want in life, she spends her time enjoying parties, listening to music, studying, reading, and spending time with her man. And we are so happy to have you here on the show, Mia. Thank you so much for being here, my friend. Thank you. Oh, Ria, I'm delighted to be with you. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's mutual. You know, we made that connection almost two years ago, right? Yes, that's correct. Three years ago this summer. So, Mia, welcome, my friend. I'm really excited and brilliant book. We finally coordinate. We were waiting for the book to arrive, and here you are, and here I am, and and the show is going to be fantastic today. I know that because it's going to be like really thought provoking, and and a lot of stuff we're going to be sharing that's going to make you like I don't know, you know, because um, I have a lot of questions that I wanted to ask you. But before we start the show, is there anything else you like, you know, our listeners to know about Mia that I did not mention? I work mainly with executives in 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 that business consulting part of my work and work with individuals as an avocation. Fantastic. So I really appreciate you sharing that. So the book, um, you and I talked off the air. And uh, for those people, obviously, you know, really the show intended uh, um, for people who are familiar with tapping, um, um, Meridian Tapping, EFT, acupressure, some people call it. All these techniques are very similar. Um, And um, you wrote about it, but you didn't write like directional as far as, you know, what's happened is. Um, But you told me um, this is because, you know, the book has to be written. And I wanted to know (laughs) if you can share as much as you like to share as far as why you really – Thought, which is a brilliant book, by the way, and, you know, we're going to talk more and more and more about what's going on in this book inside of it and some of the things that you really have to um, get the book. Well, after, often after I would have a session with someone, I would jot down notes. And sometimes if I was working by phone or even Skype, I might be jotting down notes. And um, I began to see patterns. Okay, so that was part of it, and I felt I had something to say that I hadn't seen written anywhere. That was part of it. The other part of it is that almost always when I get a call from a potential client, they're saying that they've tried tapping and it doesn't work. In fact, that was the first title of the book, Why Tapping Doesn't Work. (laughs) And um, nobody liked it except me. (laughs) So, So I had written to some of the people whom, whose work I wanted in the book, like Sylvia Hartman, I wanted right. her. I wanted uh, something of uh, positive EFT, and and I wanted uh, something by Sandy Radomsky for her ask and receive method. And initially, uh, Sandy said she she didn't want to be part of the book because the uh, title was too negative. <laughs> so so there it was people calling me saying they've tried tapping and it doesn't work. Well, tapping does work. So why doesn't it? So, so the first part of my book looks at 23 reasons 
that we might think it doesn't work. Right. And so it had to be written. <laughs> I, I couldn't stop myself from writing. And as you know, because we've talked about this, I don't like right. writing. I like having written. <laughs> okay, I, I okay. like having completed the book. And I love my book. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> um, yeah, it, it wrote itself, I suppose. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a brilliant book. And, you know, obviously we, we come from a different kind of uh, um, learning, you know, people that we've learned from our, you know, our background, you know, um, really very similar because every time I was reading the things, you know, I was like, I understand even though I'm not a practitioner of, of tapping or, you know, AFT, um, I've only been experienced, and I know you told me, you, you know, I'd love to share if that's something that you want me to share, but yes, acupressure. I've done acupressure where I recite certain words, um, you know, for those points that I was working, and they are literally just exactly, I think, is the same point that you use, you know, with tapping or, you know, um, EFT. Um, sure. But in your book, you know, I mean, the the two great things that I really loved about your book because your book, like, was very straightforward. I'm I'm the kind of person that I love, you know, straightforward kind of things. Like, okay, so tell me more. I want to understand, you know, why is this not working? And the way you break it down, the way you're using the the um the example of your childhood, you know, um stories that happen with you that keep the reader. Um, connected with you because I was literally when I sent you a message I think I was just reading like I'm like oh my god I can't put it down right now because it's like I wanted to know how did you deal with that you know what I mean like how did you um, what were you able to you know overcome this and did anything else you know come about and then you use you know some of your client would not name being you know um, exact um, that stories after stories and I think it explains it you know and those are the 23 reasons that you said why tapping might not have worked for you yet uh, but then you create those suggestions so can you t- like tell us like something or oh, first of all <laughs> I'm going to back up a little bit I think I jumped uh, you know ahead of my time uh, here on this um, even though that we said this is uh, this is really intended to directly for people who are familiar with tapping but can you just explain to the people who are listening for the first time and hearing about tapping or AFT, what is it and what's the purpose of it? Well, as you, as you explained, um, tapping has to do with the meridian points. And we tap to neutralize, let's say, negative emotion. So we can actually, by tapping on certain points eliminate phobias, we can eliminate traumatic memories, we can eliminate cravings, depression, anxiety, panic attacks, <laughs> and all negative emotions, worry, guilt, feelings of betrayal. Um, it really, I shouldn't use this word, but it really is miraculous. <laughs> I, it I did is. want to clarify really something. Is. I did want yeah, to clarify really something, is. Rhea. Um mm-hmm. It isn't just that you say certain things. The secret is to focus on the emotion. Where in your body are you feeling it? You feel it. Like, is, right. it, is, it, and, is and, it in your heart? Is it in your throat? And you're focusing on that when you're tapping. 
can you share with us like at least one of the reasons that you think tapping might not have worked for some? Oh, I'll share one of my favorite ones. <laughs> I think I know which one. <laughs> you know which one I'm going to talk about? Yeah, go ahead. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> well, it has to do with um, we got hijacked by the beliefs of a child. That's the one. Yeah. That when we're little kids, we have no life experience. We have no reference points. We have no context. Something happens to us, and we draw a conclusion. And and that can stay with us for the rest of our lives. It can shape our lives. It becomes our story. Mm-hmm. And we believe our story, we repeat our story, we're in a trance every time we think about our story. And can I tell you the story, one that I actually have yeah. in the book? Yes, please. Love to hear it. <laughs> I had a client contact me um, because she, because her son was getting married. She had not seen him in 17 years. This is more than I put in the book. She had not seen him in 17 years because of something very serious that had happened um, between her husband and her daughter 17 years earlier, and it had broken the family apart. In any case, he is getting married. She feels she should go. Right. And yet she can't move. She just... and, And so... I asked her a lot of questions, right? And one of the things she said to me was, I'm bad. People are not safe around me. What do you mean? Are you afraid you're going to hurt people when you go to uh, the stag party or you go to the stag and doe and and when you go to the wedding? And, And she just burst into tears. No, when I, when I, when you look at this person physically, she has the body build of a frail child. She's um, maybe five foot four, but from behind, she looks. Okay, my friends, I think we had a little technical difficulty here, and uh, Mia's call had dropped. So why don't we take um, a short break? And uh, I think here she is. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> I'm glad that she's back. I'm here. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay. We have our pay guys, everybody in the switchboard. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. But there's so many numbers. I lost your number in my head, and I think I muted you by accident. And so I thought your call dropped. And so anyway, <laughs> thank you guys for being here and listening. And if you have a question, make sure you press 1. And I will give me the question mark, and I know that you have a question for either myself or my guest. Otherwise, I will know that you are in listening mode, and so I do appreciate you being here. And I am so sorry about that. So we got caught up with the story. You were talking about there was a family um, an issue, and uh, um, you, um, 17 years, she hasn't seen her son. And do you mind taking over from here? <laughs> because that's the last thing I heard. Yeah, so... I asked why this was of such concern. So what I want to say is that the issue we worked on had nothing to do with what she presented uh, when she had initially contacted me. But 
<clears throat> she she felt that people were not safe around her. She said, wow. people aren't safe around me, and I don't deserve to be happy. And in the conversation, I hurt people. I tell me more about this. What do you mean you hurt people? Well, apparently, when she was seven or eight years old, she lived with and looked after a maiden aunt and uncle. They were sister and brother, and they lived on a farm. <clears throat> now, in her story, at age seven, she was responsible for all the cooking and cleaning and running the household. Now, that may or may not be true, but that's not important either. <laughs> all that's important is how a person remembers an experience, right? Mm-hmm. So, so her uncle worked in the fields, <clears throat> and her aunt had rheumatoid arthritis and was confined to a wheelchair. So apparently she, from everything that my client told me about her aunt, she wasn't a very nice person, but... Uh, <clears throat> And she seemed to expect an awful lot of this child. And and my client said, and I wrote this down because I thought um, it was so indicative of, of her perspective on this uh, relative. She said she lost most of her life because she couldn't walk and she was in pain and that makes you grumpy. But here's, I'm getting to the important now, important part now. She would tell this little girl, you'll be the death of me. So one day, her aunt's prophecy comes to pass. Mm. She has, yeah, she's, she's lying on the sofa, and she tells her to call 911. The seven-year-old freezes in panic. She's unable to pick up the phone. The aunt dies. She says her eyes were staring at me. It looked like she was saying, see, I told you. She always said I wasn't old enough to be helpful. One of these days something would happen and she'd die because of me. You will be the death of me. So she believed, only a young child could believe this, right? She believed she was personally responsible for her aunt's death. And therefore she deserved to be punished. And I just wanted to just interrupt you if I may, because you repeated the word, and I want people to really pay attention here. You repeated the word believe. Okay, believe. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So that's a lot deeper than just like, you know, oh, I believe I'm I can go to this place right now. No, this is like something that you truly truly know deep in your heart that that is the truth. It formed her self-image. Yeah. Which and, is really and here's I mean, the point. Sad. Because Yeah, it's very right? sad. And here's the point. In your, it's the I self-image mean, of a book. 7-year-old. Right. I, did, I, I didn't mean, mean to interrupt you. No, 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 because, I mean, we're on the same thought, and I'm actually jumping ahead because, you know, I mean, I want to, you know, you wrote about something that is very, um, very close to what I, you know, I mean, obviously, we, we come from a very similar background. I just got myself about a year ago uh, certified as a soft talk trainer, and soft talk oh. is what you tell yourself, what's going on in your head. Um, digging more deeper, I mean, you know, NLP, you know, linguistic programming, all the stuff, and it all talks about the same thing. And you mentioned in your book, and I thought that was so brilliant that you put numbers in there because people can relate to that. Ninety-five, you said that, ninety-five percent of our brain is the subconscious, the unconscious. Absolutely. And only five percent. And that's been proven. Yeah. So I mean, that means we operate from a ninety-five percent of our brain, which means we don't even know what's going on in there. Like, when was the last time somebody knocked on the door and said, I need to do inventory, <laughs> you know? Yeah. 
That's absolutely true. And I love that you mention it. I heard one time Dr. Um, God bless his soul, Wayne Dyer said I was, he was in New York and I was his one of, you know, one of his speaking. Um, he said something to the fact, you know, about kids, about babies, basically. He said, you know, we tell God, you know, it's like as soon as our baby comes in, right? We say, oh, thank you, God, you know, for these kids. And then, like, what we do, we corrupt them, basically, because we program yeah, yeah. them. Don't we, we start just? feeding into that brain. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you know, um, you have, uh, um, you know, massive, uh, oh, my God, overload, information overload. I mean, I think this is crazy, though, because I love to have, like, another show just on that topic itself because it's just really crazy how much we operate from a place that dictates our life, and there is so many unhelpful programming in there, so many. Like, almost like I think really everybody should learn how to tap. (laughs) It really is, guys. You know, what we're going to do, we're going to let you go have a, a sip of water, and we're going to take a short break, and we come back. We have a question. Um, somebody has a question, so we're going to see what they have. Oh, great. And uh, so that's 7684. Thank you for being there, and uh, we'll get your question after the break. Please stay tuned. Your Life Now radio show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. Welcome back, my friends. You are listening to Your Life Now show, where your life and your business matter. I am your host, Rhea Wilkie, also known as Coach Rhea. Thank you so much for being here, and thank you for all the love you guys sharing the show. A lot of great information. Uh, we have a great guest here, my friend Mia Doucet. She is the author of Tapping, and uh, um, she's here to tell us more about why Tapping might not have worked for you and what some of the things that you can start doing or the secret to tapping success to transform your world. And uh, Mia, thank you so much for being here. I'm delighted to be here with you. We have, I'm going to bring you on the air, 7684, and you have a question. Hi there. You on the air. Hello. Tula, who is transgender, was in Playboy in the 80s. Okay, and? So I have nothing against transgender people. I'm happy that she's in Playboy. I saw her picture. <laughs> Did oh you see God. her picture? <laughs> so what does that have to do with our show? <laughs> we got the like, lines crossed. <laughs> Playboy should be so lucky. <laughs> oh, my God, that is awesome. But whatever planet you landed on, I'm not sure it's the right planet for you. So maybe, maybe he misheard my name. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, and, and you know what? Oh, maybe it was the subtitle of my book, Transform Your World. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe that's what he thought it was trans. Okay, sorry about that. Okay, I actually I don't think I have any typos. 
But guys, you know, let's keep it clean. This is like an everybody show, you know. We're not doing uh, HBO here or anything like that. So, <laughs> but thanks for the laugh. I really appreciate it. This made me laugh and put a smile on my face. So for that, I thank you. But guys, you know, we're really trying to share some really good information for you guys. We're talking about tapping. We're talking about transforming your life, your world. Not um, with that being said, let's continue, Mia. And I hope you had some good laughs because that was great. I, I did. Actually, I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> I still have a question. I've never been described like that before. <laughs> Well, you know, this show is going to be archived and is available on demand. It's going to be on iTunes. We're going to be on Instagram. <laughs> iHeart. I don't know, girl, but people are going to be looking for you. So you're going to be careful. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So we'll, we'll just deal with that. Maybe we'll just um, take that off. But anyhow, um, so in your book, you said that fear is a way of keeping us safe. Fear mm-hmm. is a form of self-love. And uh, um, I was finally convinced of that. Or no, I, I think I know there is only, um, well, for me, actually, the way I view emotions um, and everything happening in between both those is uh, love and fear. And we operate mm-hmm. in between those scales. Um, and uh, so can you please shed a light on how is fear keeping us safe? Well, that's the subconscious again. And and right. the one of the main jobs of the subconscious is to keep us safe. Okay. So so then fear is to protect me. Point is that often it's irrational. You could come right. from fear or you could come from wanting to be safe. Right, okay. Right? Cause so one of the fundamental things that I always look at is is the person moving away from something or moving toward something or are they actually trying to not want to face something and I think you touch on that in your book because sometimes we just don't want to really um face yeah. so fear try and protect us and this is again the subconscious mind but I'd like you to like go further you know into it like why some of the time you know like you talked about you know um one of the reason why cabin has not worked for you because you're really not feeling that feeling how why the words actually we're going to back back a little bit here, and talk about why some of the script don't work um, for most, because it's not really, I mean, I don't think it's any one size fits all, you know, and and uh, um, you can't just, you know, so you have to be, it, it almost has to be like really customized to your own feelings. So what are some of the questions? Like what was some of the questions to untap those, you know, because I mean, sometimes in order for you to come up with your own words to tap on, you like you really have to bring like a question. I mean, I work with questions. Everything is about question. You start with a question. But what kind of question would someone will say they want to try to do it on their own? That would be very effective for them. Well, I think it would depend on the issue that they're working with. So, um, for example. You could say something like, what is it about this that I don't want to face? Okay, that's a good question. Um, I had a client yesterday, and one of the questions I asked him was, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. 
if you if you say if you confront your wife about X, what's the worst that can happen? Right. And and no, in that instance, even hearing the question, he realized that he had been having all sorts of anxiety for no reason at all. <laughs> Yeah, and, and you know what, but even if they identify it, because I've done that exercise one time with, a, with not, I mean, with tapping, but with, like, source finding, like, what is really going on. Um, it, it, like, we said, okay, so if that happened, I think at that point with, with someone who, you know, lost their, you know, I mean, a very reputable position in a company, and he was on his own. He was terrified to start his own business. And, uh, but he didn't really, like, he couldn't really, you know, uh, pinpoint what was truly the, the fear that he was afraid of. And I kept asking him, I was like, so what are you afraid of? And then he's yeah. like, well, you know, that I won't get another job. Okay, so what would happen if you don't get another job? You know, mm-hmm. then maybe I have to tap into our, you know, saving stuff. And what happened if you tap into that saving things? And so we kept asking the question to kind of like dig deeper and deeper and deeper. And like you said, most of the time, they making it more. Well, I think you get more healing even beyond the question when you can tap on on the meridian points because then you're breaking the connection between the memory and the emotion, and I think that's what's key. Okay. Well, you know, you're the expert. So fear to protect us. Um, But then, so do you feel like a lot of rejection, like do do you feel like, you know, um, what's the word I want to use, like, I don't know. I mean, I, I know you work with a lot of late women, and uh, um, I know you're sure you've worked with, with a lot of men executive as well, but I, most of the people that I work with are men who sometimes they're not really open to the idea of being trained to think in a different way or being coached to do certain things or whatever. Um, and uh, this is, you know, a lot of work, but, but when you find that, that, that kind of like, you know, they know they need it, but they don't want to get it. Or oh, they know what's mm-hmm. good for them, but they go and go again. So why do we go? I always wonder. Mm-hmm. If you're talking about male executives, I think that mm-hmm. we socialize boys differently than we do little girls. Sure. You know, a couple years ago, I had a client. Well, this was the son of a client. He was uh, 10 or 11 years old at the time. And we could not progress in our sessions because every time we got to a point where he would feel some tears coming on, he would run and get his mother and cling to her and then stop talking with me. And she told me later that he had been told, boys don't cry. And we're still saying that to kids, boys don't cry. Yeah, right. So right. they're, be, they're know, afraid to show to... their feelings because that, that shows up okay. as a weakness. Because they never were trained to, to deal with their emotion because they have to suppress mm-hmm. their emotion. Yeah. We have to change yeah. exactly. You speak in a language that they understand. You never speak a language that they don't understand. And, you know, it's a, um, it's a constant, like, why just kind of, like, admit your feelings, okay, you know? They feel it diminishes them, and there's a certain image uh, to be maintained. I mean, you yourself mentioned that when you started in corporate, there was a certain right. image you wanted to maintain. You couldn't show because that you had anxiety. I worked, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I worked in, uh, um, you know, an environment that is dominated by men. 
And, uh, um, you know, I, I have a good head on my shoulder, I guess, you know, like society looks at you, what you dress, what you look like, you know, you know, and I do, I mean, I, I don't do it because I wanted to impress anybody. For me, I'm the one who I wanted to impress and uh, how I wanted to be viewed as me. So this is a personality thing that is related to me, not anybody else. So I don't do it for anyone. By all means, I have my own style and I do that because, you know, but it was hard. I mean, it was hard because you always have to maintain, you know, I didn't want to be like an IBM executive or something like that who's like, you know, wearing these like God ugly suits. So, you know, I mean, I was trendier. I had like my own style, but I always kept it to suit the way, you know, people would take me seriously, you know, I won't be too, you know, whatever. Um, but it's uh, it's an interesting story, and then goes back to what's going on right now. You know how women are always been viewed. You know, um, and and one instant doesn't make you know. There's so many of them, right? We live in a society. I want to go into that topic right now, but I almost like you know, it makes me angry that we focus on things that sometimes you know that we should start looking at ourselves how we do things um, first. But anyway. With all that you said, I'm going to take one more break, and we come back. We're going to try to summarize and, and, and see what other points you might be willing to share and talk more about how people can get your book and why your book, because I think it's a really, really good, um, good resource. So we'll be right back. Please stay tuned. Your Life Now radio show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. Now show where your life and your business matter. I am your host and executive producer Ria Wilkie, also known as Coach Ria. So I was checking with someone who had a question in the switchboard, and I wanted to see what kind of question. And uh, Mia, if you don't mind, we're gonna bring him on the air because sure. he has something about vibration. Okay, so we'll see. My name is Pastor Don Jr., CEO of the Entertainment Worldwide Network, based in sunny Las Vegas. Our radio platform has 1.5 million listeners i've had my own consulting firm for 19 years so everything that y'all saying on this show i really love the topic but i, I kind of want to dig a little more into just outside of the tapping the vibration because the tapping is the physical element but it's a spiritual element that's involved with that and if you could sister me if you could kind of let us know uh, how you feel about the uh the spiritual element outside of just the sound it's like with that tapping, it gives you that, 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 that buzz in your chest. But if you can kind of tell the people why it's so important for them to respect the spiritual just as much as the physical. Could you repeat the last part of that question again and a little bit louder? I'm having a hard time hearing clearly. Okay, I apologize. What I was saying okay. was, I was I was saying that the tapping, I've been listening to the show, I was listening online for some time, and then I finally called in. But the actual tapping itself is the physical aspect of it. But when our cerebellums and our eardrums hear these kind of noises and these sounds, I want to kind of speak to the spiritual side of it because mm-hmm. everybody can do a lot of stuff in the physical, but doing stuff in the spirit is harder than anything else. So if you could kind of uh, chime in on that one. Okay, so I'm not exactly sure what your question means. 
My question is like this. I know that we physically tap and we hear the sound, but once we hear the sound, it brings us joy. And from that joy, uh, just like the uh, host said, I had to do tapping myself just to see what it was like. And um, a lot of times um, music ushers in the spirit, and because of the sounds, the cymbals, the hi-hats, and all the different uh, beats and inflections of the vibration that makes the noise, it, it, it changes our metaphysical spirit into something else. And I kind of wanted you to, because uh, I know you're an expert. May I uh, say something on this, Mia? I think I understand exactly what he's mentioning. But the, the actual physical um, uh, AFT or tapping, um, meridian tapping, is an actually mind-body connection. You actually physically, that's why we talked about the feeling, the emotions. Um, I completely understand what you're coming on with vibration because I'm, I am like, I'm, I'm like, I think certain music makes you feel a certain way. I think maybe the tapping, I think, is that what you mean? I think that's what you mean. Like 100%. that kind of, the vibration that comes from the soul, that is, it's, it's more a spiritual, more, more on a higher, um, uh, you know, consciousness than what we can actually experience at this moment. I think that's what you're talking about. You got it 100%. So, but, you know, actually, um, I think if you're willing to try or learn more about tapping, if you've never done it, or acupressure, the meridian point, and just listen to yourself, because Mia and her book is absolutely brilliant how it explains, you know, um, because it's all really connected. I mean, you know, but it's what you're referring to, it's a little bit more of a higher level of consciousness than just the conscious and the subconscious. We're tapping typically to get rid of a negative emotion, a negative memory, right? Something that gets in the way of our happiness. When we tap that away and, and we can neutralize the, the feeling and replace it with something positive, we start to vibrate at a higher level of consciousness. As long as we have problems and are focused on our problems, we're vibrating at a lower level of consciousness. Exactly. Is that what is that yes. what is I being addressed? One hundred percent. Yes. One hundred percent. Thank you for yes. shedding light for that system. And I think the more we feel, the more we reach a higher level of vibration. The more we are reaching to a higher level of consciousness. You know, Mia had mentioned, like you know, you, you tap to get rid of a, of a of an emotion that or a feeling or a memory or you know I mean sometimes they say they can even use it for you know physical universal healing tools that can provide impressive results for physical emotional and performance issues. Well, um, I am so not a medical I, doctor, so I can't talk about the healing part, right? I can't talk about the physical part, but I can talk about myself because I had fibromyalgia for nine years. Here you go. To a point yeah. I was bedridden, and I couldn't even walk from the lobby of my apartment to the street to, to, um, to a car that was waiting for me. And no. tapping is what brought me back. And you, yeah. you talk about Praise it God. a lot. In the book. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> well, thank you so much for calling. Thank you for your question. We really appreciate it. And uh, God bless. And, and uh, keep doing the good stuff that you're doing out there, okay? <laughs> Take care. Thank you. So, um, well, great stuff. I think, you know, sometimes, like, um, do we tend sometimes to even think about something or – this is this is a this is something I think I find it to be interesting. Sometimes we reject something before we even get to know it, 
Or think about like, oh, you know, I think that that's very, easy. very uh, usual. Yes, that's, that's yeah. most people and, do. And I, Right, and I always say it's like you know uh, when when I feel I mean like you know of course I train myself to to think in a certain way or I keep continue it's it's not a just a a one time thing I I think we we constantly have to uh, become more uh, not in, you know I mean there's we have to let go of that control control I'm not talking about control but I think like we really have to be more guarding our, you know, our conscious mind to figure out, like, what's really being filtered in, and we really have to examine what's going on, um, even if we're not feeling the pain right now, um, but we know things are not going exactly, you know, the right way, 100%, because I don't think most people not are 100%. I mean, you know, you can take anyone, and I don't think anybody at 100%. But to even get close to that number, I think we really, really need to examine what is truly going on with us right now? We really, really need to think about and truly think about where we want to go and remember where we are so we know where, we, uh, where we're heading. I mean, that's, uh, um, that's the thing, you know, and, and using tools, you know, like tapping or anything that can actually make us deliberately and more in control of how things are being, you know, what's going on with us you know, on the, on the deeper level, our mind, you know, how emotion, you know, I mean, it's, it's a lot of work. I mean, do you think like tapping is a, it's a quick thing? I mean, the, the people like, you know, tap and this problem goes away. What was the average to, for you? Like, as far as you think, you know, when people start tapping or they have. Yeah, all over the place. Um, one of the most interesting discoveries for me was to find that it was easier for me to help someone get through a lifelong trauma than it was to help them lose weight. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know I read that one. Oh, my God. So I mean, that, that hardly so, seems to make sense, does it? But I can help someone get through a lifelong trauma in under two hours, something that has controlled their entire life. And in fact, you know, since we're singing the praises of tapping, I've had numerous instances where a person has gone to a traditional therapist for 27 years, 35 years, 13 years, and never got rid of a trauma. And we can do it with tapping in under two hours. But wait, that's a long-term client. That, for me, is a five- or six-month client. Now, Now, having said that, Sometimes you work on a specific issue, and that clears something you hadn't even been working on, and a person loses weight. So it's really difficult. That's that's a thing, how long is a piece of string? (laughs) I don't know how long it takes, because we're all different, and we're all... um, configured differently. Individuals. <laughs> yeah, we're that's very, why we're unique. We, we are unique very people. Unique. Very, and very and unique, um, yeah. one of the things I talk about in the book is um, fractals, you know, fractals in nature, where you have a pattern right. that just repeats itself like ripples in, in, in water or a fern fronds or clouds, cloud formations or icicle formations. I mean, that's just nature. It's full of fractals. And and we have that with our memories, too, and with our patterns. I'm reading some of the highlighted things that I wrote I, um, and from your book here. Um, you said, for tapping, 
That's the reason number three in here, but I'm not going to, you know. Uh, for tapping to work, you have to step inside your mind, inside the mind. And then uh, um, you said, what's in your emotional ocean? I love that. You talk about, you know, what's going on? What, what do you have in there? I think most people don't really know because I don't think anybody really kind of tried to question. That's why I always say question everything. And you said about something which I, I find it to be so true and I feel, you know, I see it all the time, that most people actually, because you said um, here – I was trying to remember what was that reason number six. He said it's so easy to go into a trance. And if we oh, don't yes. even know, yeah, we are in a trance, it's pretty darn difficult to pull ourselves out. That is so Absolutely. true because I see it all the time. I feel like I'm walking around people that are completely unconscious. So they're just walking mm-hmm. like sleepwalkers. You know, and, and it's just like they really don't know. I mean, that's one of the healing that she, when my practitioner helped me, the hypnotherapist, um, she told me, she said to pay attention, like in her guided uh, um, self-hypnosis, um, she said that, uh, um, like, pay attention to the headlight, like, pay attention to, like, you know, like, so you could always constantly have something, because that's how our brain, how, this is how you train your brain, it has to associate something with something, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, you can get, talk about, like, mind games and all that stuff, there's so many of them, but, but she's like, you know, associate, so that keeps you, remind you to be more conscious. You talk about that. You talk about you know how we most of us in a in a state of trance. What are some of the things here that I thought was really? Um, he said every time we repeat emotion or a thought or action or a feeling, we strengthen the connection between the neurons or a brain cell mm-hmm. in simple mm-hmm. um, term, which is so true. That's why they say when when it rains it pours. That's because you really focus so much on it. Um, and then, um, you know, you talk about uh, with difficulty, but we talk from, so many. We talk about how fear, you said, so fear is the way of keeping us safe. And what a lovely refrain. Fear is a form of self-love. I know that. Well, I mean, there's so many things here that I can just keep on reading here. I'm trying to see one more. Um, she said, the work, we, the work you must do is not think positively about getting what you want, but work delinquently on all doubt that you will. I love that. I love that. I love that and you love on, my book. Oh, my God. I told you. It's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> it is photos in there um you know you you code i love that guy his his, his first and last name is first name gary greg the founder of uh, emotional oh, gary craig, he said, yeah yeah he said of course we are all children um even though some of us have developed a few wrinkles <laughs> talked about we got hijacked by the the belief of a child i love that And by the way, for anyone who doesn't know, Gary Craig is the founder of Emotional Freedom Techniques. Oh, I thought I did say that. I said that. Yeah, he's the actual founder. He's the actual. The world owes him uh, a a great deal for having brought that to the public. (laughs) He's still around, right? I I don't know. He is still around. In fact, his website, he talks about official EFT, and anybody who wants to get trained in it can go to his website. Yeah, I know, and uh, and get you know, trained I mean, for free. Actually, 
Exactly. I think that's a great thing. But thank you so much, Mia. Can you tell everybody, I know the book is available on Amazon. It's available at Kindle and also um, hard copy, right? That's right. That's right. And also on your website, perhaps? Yes, it's available on my website. Um, And if they want to contact me for any reason, they can contact me through the website as well. And um, one of the uh, titles for the website is Tapping transformyourworld.com. So it's just the name of the book with .com at the end. Click on the contact tab, then they can reach me. Okay, That's the best way to reach me. Very simple. Yes, and very simple (laughs) and very direct. I really do appreciate you being here, Mia, and thank you for the book. Thank you for for making the difference. I mean, I think the more we teach... uh, um, you know, I mean, I'm always about like, you know, obviously, you know, we have to be the example, you know, we have to set the example, but I think uh, um, you do a great job of that. And uh, I, I do recommend that people check out the book, the show, it will be archived, available for you to listen to it, share it, if you care. And uh, make sure you contact us, we'd love to hear from you, because, you know, we're all about being of service. And uh, thanks to everybody who was here in the switchboard. And uh, um, we couldn't get the chat room uh, open for whatever reason. And, you know, sometimes things are not perfect, but it's okay. We still had a great show. (laughs) We had some great laughs. Thanks to the guy who whatever thought it was the show's about. Thank you for for that laugh. uh, Well, well, Rhea, you and I have fought perfectionism, haven't we? So we've succeeded now. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> I love it. Hey, you know, I, I'm all about like simplifying, not amplifying. I think, you know, we still do a great job and I think we still get the message out. And guys, you know, get in touch with what's going on with you. You know, celebrate who you are and you know you are who you are. I mean, I think, you know, that's the best things that we can, you know, we can always think about like, you know, who would you rather be than yourself? No one. I think you shouldn't think that you want to be anyone else, but you can be inspired by people who do good things and have done good things, and there is nothing wrong with that. And but you be your own hero. And if you like to know more about us and how we could be of service to you, to your business, or you like to book us for for a speaking engagement, make sure you contact us at yourlifenow.info. Again, that's yourlifenow.info. Much love to all. Mia, thank you, my friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Love you. Oh, it was Bye-bye. my pleasure, Ria. Thank you, hen. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Just one more thing. It takes collaboration, mutual agreement, and action to make the impossible possible. So go out there and celebrate who you are and join hands and make the impossible possible. And always position yourself and your business for success. Be present. Look for insight. Take action. Take a small step. Evaluate what you are doing. And remember where you are so you know where you are heading. Stay amazing. Much love to all.